You're like level one germ dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not too pressed unless it's you know. I was. It's when I see nasty fools, then I get like, oh, hold your breath around this. Yeah, person. but it, say it takes a lot to get to that point yeah. where you like the germ. When when you get to the point yeah. where everybody like, then it's like you you a little excessive. What's up, guys? I'm Thomas Dopeziola, whatever you want to call me. Welcome back to the Dope As Usual podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Marty O'Neill. What's up, guys? Guys, you know, this Dope As Usual podcast. We're going to talk about life, drugs, problems, accomplishments, and everything in between. Today, we have a very special guest. This is Lil Russell. How you doing, dude? Ah, I'm doing lovely. Thanks for being here. Honored. It's early. We seem alert. I know, because everybody's usually like, yeah, you guys are high already. Nah, we're chilling. It's the early morning. Look at Thanks that. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you. You so, too. So I want to start off real quick. I just want to get straight into this. You're from the Bay. I'm from Merced. I used to go to the Bay often. That's where ah. I go there often. So you're five years younger than me. But if you're from the Bay, you have to be influenced by the music around you. Of course. So I got some CDs in my collection I busted out. I want to see what these mean to you Jeez. or if they do. Come on. All right? Let's start off Start off strong. Come on. Is Mac Dre? The Street Album. Mm. This is the Jacka. Yeah. The Street Album is my favorite Incredible. album. Incredible. Yeah, I just wanted to see, because I want to see people's faces when I say it certain, like, yes. That's hilarious. The Jacket is an absolute legend. You know, uh, I was, like, um, younger when he was really running the yeah, scene. Yeah, because you're five so younger I didn't get to get into Jacket Tough until later. You know, I, like, I only knew Jacket for the hit for the beautiful lifestyle and, and the stuff that you would hear on the radio until, yeah. like, later in life. But, yeah, legendary, man. Shout out to Jack. All right, all right so I wanted to make sure. Okay, of I, got, course. I, got, I got a few. Come on. All right, here we go. Conversation with the Devil, Andre Nicotina. I never got into no. Andre Nicotina. Oh, well, there you go. I can't you wait know, for you to listen. It's one of my oh, favorite yeah. albums, bro. I get to keep these? Oh, I'm sorry. These are my, oh, these are my babies, we'll, we'll bro. Some oh, I should have said that to begin with. Like, by the you way, know, these I are my babies. I never got to listen babies. to Andre Nicotina because I only remember his verse on Beautiful Lifestyle, and I was like, mm, I'm not that impressed. Oh, you got to listen But to I've, him, I've been seeing his name for a long time, he's just, and he's my the boys man. be like, you got to peep Andre Nicotina, so I got to go see what's you up. You have to, bro. You yeah. have to. What's your favorite Andre Nicotina song? That's real hard. Is it? He got them like that? Oh, yeah. It goes back to Dre Dog oh, in the I 90s. Gotta, I gotta go listen. He's probably got like 15 albums. Oh, they're great. Hmm. Oh, you, oh, yeah. Come, oh, I can't. Oh. All right, here we go. You're a little younger, so here we go. I don't know if you remember this, Jay Stalin. So me and my pops, <laughs> me and my pops used to go to Rasputin like every Tuesday, right? And Jay Stalin was one of the artists from the Bay who had his stuff in Rasputin. So I got to, I really got to sit with him in high school. That's why I'm saying oh, like, it must, when he God. started popping, you were what? Just hitting high school. Yeah, like freshman year. Fresh, yeah. We was walking around the school with it on the phones. Like you couldn't not hear Jay Stalin. Yes. I just recently met Jay Stalin for the first time at his so birthday cool? dinner. Oh, and it was so beautiful, man. Just to embrace, like he's so deserving. Serving. My man got studios, clothing lines. Like, he really uh, laid Live the wire. blueprint for independence. Like, he did it. He did it. This is the man right That's here, That's the bro. one, yeah. I met him when I was 17. They let me in the 21 and up section at the Catalyst. And I remember I met him in Santa Cruz. I'm like, oh, my God, Jay Stalin. I was That's just was so juiced dope. the whole night, yeah. you know what I mean? I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, though, but I really, really wish he would have done more. But do you remember Roach Gigs? Of course I yeah. remember Roach Gigs. Uh, I got the that. The legend. Yes. Yeah! Wow! That's the first print. A legend. Yeah, I got that from Santa What Cruz. happened to Rose Gibbs? I don't know. 
What happened? He was popping so hard. He was going crazy. He was going so hard that he was about to get freshman XXL right. or freshman of the or whatever it was. And then it just never happened. I wonder. He must have he must have just didn't enjoy the industry. Maybe he had like a bunch of kids or something. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna go get a do something else. Something had to have happened because he was popping too hard. All right, here. Yeah, go. he had a moment. What, what were you doing when you first? So Merced was like, did y'all just listen to Bay music? Like y'all just that um, was the my <clears throat> my sister and my cousin. They uh, used to run Streetlight Records right next door to Santa Cruz uh, Catalyst. Right. So I was just really into music, and I would just go in there. I used to get all the uh, meet and greets early because I was a young kid. And the streetwear place called So Fresh, like, oh, that's Shireen's little brother. Let him through the line. So I got to hang out with the rappers when I was a little ass kid. But I was always, always into the music. That's why I got all these signed and like these rare ass CDs because I was like, let him in, let him in. What else you got? What were you doing when you first heard this? Oh, I'm the king, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. Stop playing. (laughs) This is lit. Ah! Dre rocked the jewelry with the clear stones. Get on a nigga head like some headphones. I'm finna spit it with a clear tone. Get your attention. The biggest thing since the TV invention. Man. I was on the bus first time I heard that. Same. Yeah. Man, I don't don't even remember, but we had a lot of bus rides with that. Man, Dre is a... In Vallejo, Dre is as big as Jay Z. Hundred percent. Like, like he is our whole. He's our. He's pop, like, bro, everything. The and it's crazy for one person to have so much cultural impact to where the entire region talks like him and dances like him and like the fashion. Everything is derived from Dre and Forty, but Dre, um, the characters, the man, personality. Shout out, and not shout out, but hey, ecstasy need to be paying Dre's family. <laughs> How much fucking that's drugs all, I did? That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Like, they really need to be running them a percent for all the drugs. That was so, you feel me? I'm not hurting nobody but my, my body. My body, body. <laughs> say that all the time. I love that line, man. So, yeah. Yes, that's legendary. Damn, that's, that's really classic. fueled my drug nights. I, 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 I understand that. <laughs> Remember those New Year's goals you promise yourself you stick to? HelloFresh is here to help you eat better by delivering directly to your door fresh ingredients and easy recipes, taking the hassle out of dinner time. Spend more time doing the things you love instead of going to the grocery store. Like Marty said, let HelloFresh take the hassle out of dinner time. They're going to deliver fresh recipes, fresh ingredients to your door, ready to go. Guys, how much is your time worth? Are you a nutritionist? You got time to be driving to the store through traffic, wandering around the aisles, putting together recipes, doing all this research? No, you don't. Your time's worth more than that. HelloFresh is saving you time, saving you money, making you healthier. You know what it's like to look in your fridge and go, there's like nine things in there I can make, but I don't know recipes. I can Google it. HelloFresh helps you eliminate all that. Every week, they're giving you 40 new recipes. So you're fa- you can't even eat 40 times in a week. But if you can, HelloFresh is there to help you out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Yola65 and save 65% off HelloFresh with free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com forward slash Yola65. And don't forget to use code Yola65. That's going to get you 65% off your whole order plus free shipping. Remember, it doesn't get any better than that for America's number one meal kit. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals of 2023, then why are you still letting yourself get taxed on your mobile phone plan? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you save a ton with plans starting at just $15 a month and order from home. It honestly makes no sense to pay more for a phone plan when you can get the same exact thing, like Marty said, for $15 a month. 
It's easy. It's online. You don't have to go there, sit for 40 minutes with somebody while they set up your phone. This is online service to you at starting at just $15 a month. So if you're looking to save money this year, look into Mint Mobile. They're offering plans starting as low as $15 a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes on significant savings to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's fastest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily in minutes with eSIM. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service easily with plans starting at just $15 per month. So if you want to cut your wireless plan down to just $15 a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Yola. They've teamed up with the Dope As Usual podcast to bring the savings to you. All right, all right, hold on. Real quick, real quick. We're, let's get on to this and we'll light some joints. It's like a hip-hop history lesson. Yeah. People don't know the bang. Original, the click. E-40, wow. be a jet. I put that on the click, the click. Oh, that's One older than us. One of the homies yeah. just got dusted. I never trusted them busters. This is hard, Mr. Flamboyant. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I did a show in Vallejo, and uh, Be Legit and Leviti came out and, and did In Your City. And did you man, think he was going to be that big? Yeah. He legit's huge. He's tall, right? He's he lost a lot of weight, so he's skinny oh, I met him like now. Ten years ago, and tall. Yeah, he's skinny now. He's skinny now. Like big boy from the radio, skinny. Yep. Wow. Yeah, he lost all his weight. When I met him, he was fucking massive. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, he's oh, like lowercase b legit. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Wow, these are classics. On, I got a couple more. Come on. Live from Fresno County Jail. Remember he did no that? No way. Yeah, I got that. I've rare, never heard bro. this. No. You've heard some of it. Live from Fresno County Jail. Did it over the whole phone, the whole thing. Different. Sick. I think he was like 22, I think. Wow. When that came out, yeah. What year did you die? Like, what kind of run were we talking about? 34 years old. Damn. Man. He died in 2004. Yeah. So he was out for the whole 90s. Basically, like he was popping from 20, 99 to two thousand four. It was the I'm surprised he wasn't that on TV, bro. Two thousand to two thousand four was mm. like, going bro. To... It's not too many Bay artists that are embraced outside of the region at the rate that he was. You feel me? Like they're selling out shows in Kansas City. Mm, you know, yeah, a lot know. of artists from any region can't go to Kansas City yeah, yeah. and sell out a show. Yeah. You feel me? Like he was. It, it was just different, and the energy was. Like the it's everything you hear and feel mm. in the bay is Dre. Mm. Yeah, you can put party, on bro. feeling myself at any moment in the bay, and everything is gonna change. Uh-huh. Mexico, <laughs> you could go in a Walmart and Remember? put on feeling myself uh-huh. on the speaker, and it's gonna be active. Yeah, <laughs> Marty's from New York. He's from New York, ah. so he has a whole different style of music, or like growing up on a different wave of music. Do so you uh, do you not enjoy bay music? I didn't really know about it as much. Like, all this, he put me on to all this. I knew about the Jacka because Cormega put him on his end of his mm. mixtape as a bonus track, and that led me down the Jacka right. path for a little bit. But other than that, I mean, I knew E-40, Too Short, all that, obviously, right. but this is all, like, history to me that I appreciate. You got two more, all right? Come on. Do you know Doobie, a.k.a. Sugar Wolf? I didn't get heavy in the Doobie, but of course I know Doobie because I'm from College Park. Doobie's running crest. They right up the street, so we we had to interact and see all of them. But I never got to get into Doobie heavy. I got to go peep it. I got to check it out. It's so hard, bro, especially for beat. Like, you know that 90s kind of rap? It's just like, this is the best version of that. Yeah? I love this I got to get on. You ever listen to Deltron 3030? Del the Funky Homo Sapien? Uh-uh. From Hieroglyphics? We were just talking about Ira. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Nope. That's one I of the best albums it. ever. That is a story of a, ba- a rap battle 
a rapper that does battles in space, and it's a story about him coming up, getting enough money to get a spaceship, and go battle all these entities, bro. But is it like lyrical miracle stuff? No, bro. Is it, Put it this or way. is it still fly? I guarantee when you listen to that, you're going to go, damn, my vocabulary sucks. It doesn't make sense. On some right. of it, it's like describing how uh, mechanics work, and it's like, bro, what is happening? But the rap battle parts are so I got to peep bro. it. I got to peep it. Uh, last one. I know you know this. I know you know this. All right, last one. I just had to bust this one out. In a major way? The Tonight Show, D-Lo. Oh, okay, yeah. Classic. Uh, DJ Fresh, DJ, DJ Fresh, Fresh, DJ Fresh. Yeah. I yeah. got like 30 of his uh, mixtapes, dude. Man, you wanna, you know one of my favorite DJ Fresh joints? Uh, what? With uh, Neff the Pharaoh. Neff the Pharaoh, that's a good one, too. That was that was more recent, I feel. No, right? not like six the years recent ago? joint when he did... Uh, they didn't do like the product, but he did mobbing with Neff when Neff was first coming out. Man, different pocket, different really? bag. <laughs> yeah. DJ Fresh is, I think, so underrated, man. Right. I feel like if you say that out loud and people go, DJ Fresh, I'm like, we're homies now. Man, he been tapping in. He been trying to get me to do something for a minute, but he keep, like, the packs he keeps sending me, they ain't the one. Man, send me the fire. Send me the ones you be sending you. them. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, like, epic would it be to have, like, that's my DJ Fresh project? Yeah, it's just the like, Tonight Show with LaRusso. I want to make it happen badly, but I got mm -hmm. it. I, I need the fire. I need the fire. I, I understand. I feel like when producers send me packs, they like they they be trying me first, so they don't send me. Oh, the, they no. don't send me the top tier yet. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir. But you know, I need I need the best. That this is this is intense. This is intense. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be right. just a casual passing. Yeah, but we we these we are got little ones. It. Yeah, these are the little <laughs> ones. We're uh, it's morning. You know, I'm trying to ruin your day. I got uh, a day ahead of me, so I won't smoke too much. But I would like oh, to. You hit smoke this. blunts, huh? No, I smoke joints. Okay, because that was racist. No, because the way you're nah, lighting. No, I'm just that. kidding. It's yeah, it's um, you no the way you're lighting you like this. To help me. Like this, like this. Just the tip only. Break it off. Let me see. And light so just the tip. And then once it gets burning like this, then inhale and, and then light it again. Like this. Look at ready? Just so you light it perfect. You gotta make a tutorial on that. Watch. Yeah. Okay. Duh, that way you don't have to burn off the tip. Cause I I didn't so many blunt so smokers what I'm do doing, that. Boom. Just light the tip. Yep. Let it catch on fire a little bit. Now hit it and light it at the same time. Done. There you go. Now we're, now we're running. Don't play with me. <laughs> now we're running. Here we Professional. go. Professional. Marty. Hold on. Go for it, sir. You're on the you're on Rolling Stone article today. Did you what see happened? that? Oh, that was today? Oh, yeah. Oh, bro, congratulations. That's fresh as hell. You just woke up and saw that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. It's <laughs> a beautiful thing. Nice, hell yeah. That's a major thing, especially for somebody from California. Not even that. A Bay Area artist being Bro, able to get Rolling Stone. And the picture that they use is a picture I took in my backyard with my best friends. Perfect. You can't beat it. Perfect. You can't beat it. No way, Wait, dude. was this a... Did you know this was coming? Obviously, right? Yeah, we've been working, we've been working on something uh, really big with them. So this mm -hmm. is just like... This is one piece of what we're rolling out together. Because oh. I noticed it was with Intuit. And mm -hmm. it's surrounding like financial literacy, basically, yeah. right? Can you explain what that means? So Intuit basically tapped me in to do something really cool, um, to basically be myself, but to to help emerging artists the same way that we've already been doing, but with some uh, financial backing and with uh, some more grander support. So yeah, we'll be doing something with them where we um, basically allow an indie to 
to get on a track that that we're going to be creating with with me, someone who doesn't have as much following and backing, and um, we're going to really be pushing that track heavy, and it might land in a really grand place at the end, and it's going to be dope. And then whoever wins, damn, I don't know if I disclose because it's, it's such a fun. I, y'all just got to stay posted because nah, yeah, it's such a go. it's such a dope role, it but away. it's a it's a really great opportunity. And that seems like it's right in line with the whole mission of your label, Good Company, right? Right, right. similar ethos, right? There's just things that we were already doing, so it was dope that we got tapped in to do this because it's um, aligned. We was going to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very unique situation you're doing with your music, though, um, allowing your fans to almost be part of your story. This is really great weed. It don't hurt. It's This smooth. is a lemon. It's a lemon strain. It's fire. So what I'm saying, it's really unique the way you're doing it because you're allowing people to... Like you say, essentially buy in shares for projects. Is that yeah, what this is? Yeah, yeah. So percentage of revenue from a distro. So everybody sees like the standard calculation online. A million streams is four thousand dollars. Stop. So that. I allow people to buy percentages of revenue. So say if you buy five percent of a song and a song does a million streams, you're going to get two hundred dollars <coughs> off of it. But you keep getting that. Into perpetuity, right? What? So it never stops. So like if, if over the lifespan of a song, a song does 50 million streams, whatever, you're going to get whatever percentage of that for the rest of your life. It never goes away. Nobody's ever had that model before, right? You no, nah, this is this, this the new. This is yeah. the first. We're the first. What matters, like what we know through our podcast and through YouTube, is that like quality matters when it comes to the community you're building. You don't need a huge amount of people to 10, be able 000. to be a profitable artist. And Man. it seems like you're really innovating when it comes to that. Right. And a lot of different areas from the live shows to just how you're putting out your music and building your team and trying to like build your audience with your own career, it seems like in a lot of ways. Really super innovative. And it reminds me of him and how he's grown his YouTube channel and the podcast Man, channel. you could really capitalize and monetize off just 100 people if they really fuck with you and you're genuine. I think I have 100 fans who spend at least $1,000 with me in a year. You feel me? Yeah. Just 100. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can make $100,000 off just 100 people because I really take care of that 100 too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm giving them splits. They're getting music. They're getting product. When they come, they come into the crib. They get oh, love shit. and it's green. Like, we have some fans that are really, like, family now. Like, man, some of the kids, like, uh, we got a lot of little homies who so they'll come and perform and, and stuff. And they're like, can I have your number? And they'll text me and be like, I love this song. You know, like, they get a real, genuine experience. And um, you just can't beat it. But that's how you cultivate that audience. Some people got millions of followers and fans, but... It's not, mm-hmm. there's no true connection. Like, they 100%. don't, they're not really riding. Like, my fans are like, no, that's my boy. Yeah. That's my dog. We really homies, We're like you know? friends, basically. Yeah. Came on the right show, man. Yeah, this is how exactly we build all this. That's, that's the only the way you can. When rappers and stuff, like people that I know, even from my hometown or wherever, ask me, like, advice on how, like, what should I do? It's not enough to record. Like, it's a, you need to build a community. That's first and foremost, they need to like you. Mm-hmm. The music is just what you do by nature. You're doing that. You put out 21 albums, correct? 25. I think 25? We're at, we're at 25 now. It was probably 21 like two, three months ago. Stop it. <laughs> what? Full just, length out? Like yeah. over 10 tracks type shit? Uh, some over 10, some 7, some 15, some 12. It just depends on what mood we in. Damn, you're recording all... Uh, what's your schedule like? Because I know from the music side, what are you, how much are you recording on the daily? I don't record every day at all, but when I do record, I record a lot of music. Like, last time we were in L.A., we're out here for, what, two, three days, two days, and I probably left with, like, like 11, yeah, some. Wow. So I make, 
I, and that was a light day. You know, we did a trip to L.A. Uh, about a year back, and we left in three days. We left with like twenty-one tracks. So, mm. I just record in abundance when I do record. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm already loaded. Yeah. Just from listening, I could tell like you probably you like one take and shit a lot. I could tell everything right? is one take. Yeah. Seldom, is it seldom really? do we do another <laughs> take. Damn near every song in my catalog wow. is is one take. We even got one album we recorded like we filmed it, so you get to see that process live. Like everything was just wow. Like, you feel me? That's not the case with most rappers. I've been in the most painful studio sessions where I'm Oh, man. 10,000 takes. <laughs> Bro, and that's the thing, like, oh, man, yeah. It'd be rough. It'd be rough. And I also write fast, so sometimes it's just a has just waiting on people, but... Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's not typical. Do you sit down and write songs at a time, or is it more like little bits and pieces, and then you kind of like gather those? I usually write it? everything in in, at in once? once. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I usually. Um, nah, I'm in the phone. Yeah, oh, the phone. The, yeah, okay. I, I, they all on the phone. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I usually. Uh, once I get an idea, I try to see it through in that in that moment. Sometimes I'll have little fleeting bars that are just like quotes that I'm like, ah, that'd be great somewhere. Yeah. But for the most part, I write it in one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. When I when I used to be into music, I would like record it into GarageBand as I was writing it, and then listen to you it was back, rapping. Do it back, yeah. What you was rapping about? Ending up here. <laughs> love it. <laughs> true, true. Marty's from Buffalo, and Marty's from the ghetto. Buffalo, <laughs> yeah. Marty's, Marty's like Benny now. Yeah, yeah. Love he, it. He was gonna come on yesterday. Right after, bro. couldn't yeah. make it up here. Oh. Out. Is he out here for Rolling Loud? He's here right Some now. Yeah. Tight. Love it. Yeah, but they had a very similar come up. Like the whole Griselda is like, yeah. Man, and I wish I, I'm, 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 I wish I could see because they didn't dock it. I wish we could have seen because I know in Buffalo it's probably like the energy probably like this them fool's got the documentary yeah. though. He's been filming for like since. <laughs> Not see, he's been posting a bunch of wild shit from Buffalo from like 2001. His fool's been filming for that long. He just but even back then they were they were putting on mixtapes back in. When I was in high school, and still till this day, like when you go look at catalog, there's only so many artists that really got catalog. Griselda, every single one, Gun, Conway, Benny, and then you Currency, Larry June, like Filthy, like they, filthy there's rich? only so many. Yeah, I was gonna bring a Filthy Mighty. Rich, but I wasn't sure <laughs> if you were like, ah, oh, it was before my shit. I was gonna bring a Filthy Rich out. No, come on, of course I didn't we know, know I didn't Filthy know. Man, I was gonna bring one too. Yeah, Filthy, a legend too. <laughs> oh, he a legend from the state, man. It, it, it take a lot to make it out the bay. You feel me? Mm. At at any level, at any level, if you can lead the bay and people know who you are and know your music. It's different because we have no industry, no infrastructure. None. You know me, so it's a different grind. Mm -hmm. It's the same in Merced. They had the whole wave. When we got a we got a kid down. from Merced right now named Mally. Mally monster. Monster. Mally, I never heard of from Merced, California. He's from Merced. Go look How him up after only 15, 16. Now. What the? I've been hell? I've been taking him under my wing and putting him on shows and just helping him build his shit. He's That's awesome. when I tell you he's one of the greatest, he's gonna be one of the greatest to do it. And he's from Merced. He's gonna be the first. So happy like, to hear that. I mean, well, G GB is from, GB is from Merced. I'm so yeah, happy. But you know Mally, GB. man. Mm -hmm. We had Merced, him on the show. Merced actually. got oh tight. GB, yeah, we had him here. Man, it's gonna be a new wave, and it's gonna be beautiful because it's always dope to see those cities uh, finally get like a superhero mm -hmm. in the fight. Yes. You know, it's yes. like all of us don't have a a, a, a hero in the in the fight, Thank especially you. in hip hop. So when you finally get one, it's like mm -hmm. yeah, you want to run if you want to like root for. It's them like a team, shit, bro. You support. got it's like you got your own exactly. team. You exactly. Like Vallejo don't have a team, but we have rappers. We got Mac Dre, so it's like that's our mm -hmm. team. You know. Damn, I love that. I, that fucking fire yeah. me up. So yeah. I never heard of Mali M A L L Y or something. M A L I. 
Man, I'm excited to hear this. Yeah, if you're you preaching have to. it like this, it must be the shit. Bro, please go go look up. Old, uh, huh? We did a live session with him for uh, Hood Cry. It's called Hood Cry. Mally, good company, Hood Cry. Just, just letting rap to you. Okay. So when I'm listening to your music, I know you say some funny ass shit. What is your, oh, you must watch some funny ass shit. That's There's got to be something you're watching. What is, what did you watch? You're five years younger, so it's, it's not like it's a huge age gap. What were you watching coming up? Because there's got to be something hilarious you watched. It's got to be something. I don't even know if it was specifically what I was watching in terms of, like, entertainment. I was watching my family, and I got a funny-ass family. Like, my oh, uncles, okay. my mom, my pops, just mm -hmm. my entire family is funny-ass niggas. My uncle, uh, his name's Dijon McDonald. He was on, like, Comic View and all that Dijon? shit before he passed away. Yeah, and uh, he was a comedian, and he was really <laughs> funny. But it's just in the lineage. Like, my whole life, I've been growing up just watching people uh -huh. roast each other at the highest level. <laughs> if you come to my house, you're going to laugh, and you're going to get roasted in a different way. Like, it's like, bro, it's just different. All of my homies are hella funny, so uh, just... Yeah, my life was kind of geared towards that. That so comes across in, rap, in your video. You, you can tell, like, how tight it is. It's always saying. comedic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even the so music sad. videos, we always mm. throw, like, some comedic element in it. Because, like, that was my favorite shit as a kid. Comedy. I watched, um, I didn't really have, like, an entertainment filter when I was growing up. I watched whatever my mama watched. You feel me? So mm -hmm. I got to see everything. Yeah. I got to get all the comedy that was crazy, all the tea, the South, you know, I got everything. Same. I want to see a rapper and a stand-up like do oh. a tour together. Bro, like the Chappelle show. Man, the episode yeah, exactly. was that. I'm yeah. writing a stand-up. Mm. I'm oh. going to do a rap set blended with a stand-up. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. You're now the one you to do get it, the, too. Get, Childish sure. Gambino yeah. did it. That's oh, he does? so funny, yeah. bro. Mm. He's funny. He got a, he's got a dope little stand-up, but he didn't blend both. He didn't rap and do I it. I like but, that. But he's got a really dope stand-up, too. That's a real performance. <laughs> yeah, Especially you kind of weave back and forth in between them. And our shows are already kind of like that. Like, throughout my set, I'm always kind of joking and laughing, mm -hmm. but this would just be kind of more formatted. Mm -hmm. Stretch that structure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's dope as hell, actually. What I found... Let's talk about your live shows real quick. All right, so... You do your booking different than... I work with a lot of comedians, like all the biggest ones. I was in their booking and all that for a long time. Can you try to explain how you do the proud to pay and how, like, you might sell out a show and still not be profitable from it? So, first, uh, our first proud to pay shows were basically, we didn't do no tickets prior. You just have to pull up. Oh, shit. If you get your ticket, you get in, you pay whatever you want at the door, mm. right? And uh, all those shows, we took losses majorly because, you know, even if someone really wants to support you, no one wants to pull out that much money at the door yeah. with people behind, with a whole line, right? So we end up innovating, innovative. And I met uh, my partner, Ibrima. He owned a, a ticket platform called West TBA. It was black-owned. It was some new shit, some fresh shit they was doing. Um, I got with him, and we partnered, and I was uh, just kind of explaining the process of what I wanted to build with the offer-based side and the proud-to-pay side, and he was able to build it. He was able to build the tool because I was doing the backyard shows offer-based, but manually. We had a spreadsheet. I would have to go in oh, and select and oh highlight to get us, send out an offer. Like, we had to do it all. Man, cash app, PayPal, Venmo, but we made it happen, so we finally got a tech behind it. So now it's offer-based, so, like, we'll announce a show. You can go in and buy your ticket. You can put an offer for it. Uh, some some of them, I'll do it offer-based, but I won't restrict the offer. So you can pay a dollar. You can pay $200. It's like an auction almost. Yeah, you pay whatever you want to get in, right? So that's how, yeah, we, mm. we could sell out a show with 500 people, but we still may lose money. But the difference is, like, 
if I was to set my ticket price at, say, $40, 50 because the type of show I give is a show that really should cost a couple hundred dollars. Like, there's no... You can go to one of the biggest artist shows and mm -hmm. come to mine, and you're going to be like, I'd rather be there, mm -hmm. right? So I could charge hundreds, but my thing is, like, if I charge that, less people will get to get the experience, 100%. right? When you open that door, there's not too many shows that I don't sell out. If I'm coming, it's, it's selling out or it's very close because everyone has the ability. And I look at it as like when they're in the building, even if they only paid a dollar to get in the building, if they buy a hoodie, that's 20. If they if they don't buy anything, but I inspire them and they donate, that's extra paper. Or if they go home, be like, damn, next time you come, I'm going. And the next time they're gonna pay mm -hmm. 40, 50 because they like, man, I remember yeah. I only paid that. Yeah. So it's like I'm, I'm still gonna get it back. You currency. feel me? So I don't really yeah. lose, I only lose money. But I don't actually lose in, in yeah. life. You feel me? That's how we came up. Yeah, Every we always say the best day. way to support, tell a homie. Tell a friend. The best thing you can, mm -hmm. best way to support us is tell a cool, homie. And tell bro, friends. and that be so simple that um, it really makes you, it really alters your perspective on the industry and everyone that you kind of deal with. Because people tell you they support you, but it's like you haven't shared it, right? I remember I was in um, like Dylan's talking with a label and I was like, uh, just share my shit first. Let me see if y'all really fuck with me. Mm -hmm. And it was like, ah, oh, I can't do that. And it's like, for that. What are we talking about? It's free. <laughs> what are yeah. we talking about? Like, nigga, it. did yeah. you really just make that? A, just say you don't want to. You don't yeah. have to lie and yeah. say I can't do that. You feel it's social media. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but sharing is that simple. You feel me? No, it's so true. Like our fans. Or we just did our first tour of meet and greets because mm -hmm. of GB. I went to Merced, we did a meet and greet at a shoe store. I'm like, damn, people will show up. So we went all across the country and did it, right? The fans are so for real when you first time I seven years, bro. I've been watching you or six What's years. What's the show? Is it like the podcast live or you do um, like... no, I do a the tour was just oh, a the meet tour and just greet tour. Standing, he saying hi to people. Talks bro. to each fan one by one for 13 bro, we had hours. Thousands of people. It sounds show like up, me. Bro. It was sick. Bro. It was sick. <laughs> just talking. Because you know you're it's sour, whatever. So like, you didn't even perform nothing. No. It was literally just you just standing hey, I'm here meeting What's people. Up? It was just lying wrapped around the building. It was That's crazy. beautiful. It was so For people to even cool, be man. down and just pull up for that shows like your character and your work. I couldn't work. believe it, bro. I was like, damn, I'm about to get teary. Like, I, because I, I looked and I went, oh, hell yeah, there's some people. I'm like, cool. And like, fool, look around the corner. And it was all the way down the block. I couldn't, it made me, my whole perspective change. Like, you guys really are here. Because it's fun. You connect with people. Like, with music, they say something, it'll stick with you forever. But like, that's why I like that fool. But when you're talking and speaking to people, it's like oh, your friend. Mm -hmm. Especially with social media, there might be somebody at home watching us. Like, damn, I feel like I'm in the room with you guys. And they get, like, that shit changes. Like, after every show, damn near, I'm, I'm the next hour and a half, two hours, I'm just talking, hugging people, greeting people. Before each show, I go out there and um, that experience really alters everything. Like, when people talk about me online in terms of their experience, it's always a paragraph, an essay. You mm. feel me? It's a whole dissertation on what they experience. You feel me? I love thinking this. <laughs> it's amazing because, you know, when you're like, damn tired, no more, I I'm gonna go. But you see the next person's face, like, yo, your you face just leave, juices right? me up, bro. Right. It's because you know what? You, who did you look up to as a kid? Like, could you imagine if I saw that phone, how juiced I'd be if you said, right. what's up? Mm. Let alone gave me five minutes of his time. Right. <sighs> See, right. that's how you build the community. That's why people are showing up. And in five years, you're going to look back and go, you were one of the first people showing up at my shows. You're still here. Bro, and they still here. Still there. Still there. Mm -hmm. Still supporting. Still, Bro, and that's the thing. You have to build, like, uh, it builds lifelong fans. Exactly. 
Like, I'm excited to see some of these people who are in our group now in 10 years and their kids grow up exactly. and get older. And it's just like, we get to witness that, you feel exactly. me, off, yeah. off, uh, off music. Mm -hmm. And it's positive <laughs> and you get to see people's lives. So I know you got the DMs, you changed my life, thinking of this and trying to get out of active and doing this. And I'm stepping up or I'm in a different situation. Somebody named his daughter after my wife. Mm. And when he came to us, like, my daughter wild. Rose, I'm like, yo, she cried. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. This is a different experience. Wow. So what we do is like the same level of like, I love you, fool. Thank you for being here. Right. One person showing up, but you didn't have to show up, and mm -hmm. you did. Everything is a win for that's the whole a community. different level of influence. Like anybody can stream a song, but if you can get someone to call a babysitter, to get in their car, Thank to you. plan out their day, to go sit with you for three hours, to come, if you can get yeah. someone to do that, like that's Michael Jackson. You feel me? Like, streaming is whatever. I mean, no one cares about a trophy yeah. for stream. But, like, when you get a nigga to leave their house and drive to Rasputin and pick up your album and, and walk, catch the bus and walk, like, yep. that's real impact. Mm -hmm. Exactly, bro. And it, it makes you feel like, oh, I got to go harder. You right. did all this for me? I never met you. Oh. It's crazy, bro. And that face you have right now, that's the face you're supposed to have when you right. give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> no, it's true. You're just like, it makes you excited all over again. Like a little kid, you right. get juiced up. Um, so mm -hmm. speaking of that, uh, the first time I ever felt that, I went to a Tech 9 show when I was 18. Wow. And it oh, was, you're really a hip-hop guy. Yeah, yeah. I was, I mean, I loved it. And I went there, and this fool did like a Temptations line dance with Cut Calhoun and... Uh, Ah, oh, I feel terrible right now, but there was a bunch of other people and they did a like a Temptations dance and all the smoke and the and the wind tunnel. It was the best show I ever seen from it. And he was and an independent was artist. You know what I'm saying? When he hey. was still painting his face, getting talk shit talked to him. Tech Tech is majorly independent. Love this. Like man. Tech is um <laughs> Tech got major money, <laughs> major he's label money. Like he's yeah. majorly in which is so beautiful. Like Man, it's such an insight and a blueprint to what's real. Like, it don't matter if you on a radio or not. Like, that's real. Like, he bring thousands. Yeah. Indie, you feel me? And the kids may not know who he is, but it's, mm -hmm. everyone knows he exists still. Like, he has his his space, and it's crazy to cultivate without being on radio and on TV. For like 25 and, years at this and point. And pre-internet. Like... Before then, yeah. it was super Free popular. internet, meaning he had to go shake hands. Yeah, sign He it. had to go put posters on the posters, posters, sign hands. I got him. Right. I, I knew who he was. Fully. Man, we were just talking the other day, and uh, we were talking about like advertising. I was like, man, when people used to pay someone to go hung up hundreds of posters, mm -hmm. that was your Facebook ad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that was you spending your marketing dollar. <laughs> Targeting. Targeting. Audience targeting. Target market. Like anybody. Your target market. I was doing that It's crazy. Yeah. But now the reach is this. We can have audience in Finland. Mm -hmm. Which is beautiful. Now Which a question about that. So I think it was 2021. You had, I read you had 4,000 Instagram followers, right? What, like, was it a deliberate thing? I know you said like, I posted once a day for 30 months or whatever. What was the game plan that helped you get so much momentum so quick? starting from basically zero like two to three years ago um as far as social media goes tieta <laughs> my pops those were like 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 direct motivations and things that kind of came in that changed but um consistency and that spark just kept getting bigger like we were so consistent and i remember really the first thing was um I had paid uh, this blog called Rap Marathon. Mm -hmm. It was like $150 yeah, or $200 yeah. for a post. And I paid them yeah. to do the post. They did the post. 
and um, Wallow seen it on there. So that was the first spark. And then from Wallow, everybody seen it. Then Charlemagne and then DL Hugo. And you just had a, it just kept sparking. And we kept staying consistent. Every time someone seen me somewhere and they look me up, they can go find a hundred things to become a fan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imagine if I only had one, you feel me? Like I gave them a hundred reasons to be a fan. What was the post? Was it an interview or just you? It was the 2021 freestyle. Oh, okay. Uh, Freestyle in front of the flower wall. No, it was in front of like one of my homies' old shops we used to work out of. So this was uh, early, and then Russ seen it, et cetera. And then from there, we just start kind of getting more momentum organically, and then I start running the ads, like, heavy, because I was like, man, if this reached 100,000, 200,000 mm-hmm. people by itself, imagine if I, I start just thinking, like, yeah. if they love it, then if I show it to this many more people, mm-hmm. and I used to always go into labels, like, man, I just need a million people to see me. I just need a million people yeah. to see me. We found out a way to get a million people to see Without us. Without the label. Without the label. Yeah. I advertise heavy still because it's like my content works and it's like mm-hmm. McDonald's is making trillions and they still advertising. Are you Why talking about everywhere? They send you shit in the on mail. On the hip-hop sites or like on no, Instagram like, and like, Google and shit? Yeah, Instagram, oh, YouTube, nice. Google. Yeah. Post stuff. Yeah, yeah. not even... Uh, and we do seeding for, for certain things like on different platforms and mm-hmm. that works as well. That's really great for organic yeah. too. But with the ads, it's like... Like, I just announced a show in Houston yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Um, we already sold 150 tickets, right? Nice. I might not post about the Houston show again until the day of the show or the day before, mm-hmm. but ads people are seeing my every single day. Every day, someone's buying a ticket because they've seen it, and I've in said Houston. nothing else. In Houston. Yeah. See, what I, what I do is I, I'll target, like, when I do a show, I'll target that region mm-hmm. and, like, all the neighboring cities within, like, 40, mm-hmm. 50 miles. Yeah. And then the beauty of it is... This is what I did for other comedians. That's what he did. Next time you go back, now you got a list of people that bought last time. Get right back in front of them. It's real literally quick. Marty's job yeah. for comedians. That's what he used to yeah. do. Sell smart. tickets out. That's the, yeah. It's it's a target marketing. But the way the he's max. doing it is different because for the comedians, the, it's like structure for the venue. They don't give the the comedians the control to like sell their own tickets. Oh. See exactly, oh. and that's where uh, you could lose you could lose people, right? Because they just, want you to do, well, yeah, come work here for 10 years, then we'll give you a good deal. <laughs> and it's just, bro, it's too many hands in the pot, and it's too many third parties having, like... A cut. I don't want to... I don't, I don't, I don't, I hate having to ask somebody what I sold or how many tickets oh, I ordered. Like, I don't yeah, want to bro. have to ask yeah. a nigga what, for my <laughs> own show. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait on a response. But in that situation, yeah. it's always, right? I like you, but do I hate... Do, do I have to hate you? Do I have to? I don't fully right. trust you because mm-hmm. I don't know you that well. Yeah, no, you're fully hands on. Even our booking agents, like, no, I'm just talking to him. Like, we're just texting. Yeah, <laughs> I, and that's it. Yeah. Come on, shoot me a text mm-hmm. call. Like, once I see like it's real or genuine or it's a real thing, it's like let's just deal direct because it's gonna be easier than oh, waiting on all these different mm-hmm. parties. Like, we have some things in place where there's a, a middleman in between, and we gotta wait, and someone else has to communicate on our behalf. And yeah. sometimes that's good because you don't have to deal with everything. But uh, sometimes for this, like I notice with my bookings, when we get places, the relationship is different because we already know each other. Yeah. It's like, you've been speaking to me the whole time. Mm-hmm. We good. And man, it's just yeah. always love. Seems uh, like you've done thousands of interviews. Yeah. Man, we had a... Uh, one day, uh, we were working the content schedule, and um, I was telling T, I was like, I need a different interview for every day of the week. So love I that. need to do Damn. seven. So I could be able to cut the pieces up from those seven. 
So I was like, all right, let's get seven. We end up getting like 50. <laughs> you feel me? But I could post a different interview clip every single day of the week. You really do a great job of like alternating between like rap. Man, clips. shout out to Yetta, man, because yeah, that's just be rough. So man, if you look so at well a computer, it's just, it's, it slots everywhere to make sure, like, and it's funny because sometimes I'll have a song post the same song a week apart, and I'll be like, no, we can't get a thing because we have so much, but it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. every every day you're getting something new and fresh and different. So which you keep is like, going, though, and keep, right? Because people could love you and be like, yo, I love you. You don't post for three weeks. I kind of <laughs> forgot about you. Still love you. Still <laughs> right. love you, though. You have to keep it in people's face. Like you said, McDonald's. Like, I'm not going to forget, but you might. Here, take this flyer. Right? You and know? the only people that get annoyed is the people who don't like McDonald's. And that's the it. The people who love McDonald's is happy. <laughs> They're my dogs. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're entertaining anyway, so who cares, right? bro? Who, yeah, exactly. It's just an extra smile or extra emotion during the day. So, question I didn't even ask. Do you have brothers and sisters? I have three sisters. You're the only boy? Yep, and the youngest. Ah, uh, I'm the... Oh, that sucks. You used to get those, you used to get beat up, man. Uh, That's crazy. Everybody used to get beat up. We we used to exchange fairly. <laughs> oh, you were you were good then? How much older are they than you? Um, my oldest sister, I think, is like six or seven. We're all like two, two, two. So she I think my oh. oldest sister is six years apart from me. Oh, damn, my sister was a menace. She used to beat me. I was hella Yeah, small. yeah, mine too, but you know, we used to get down still. <laughs> what, what, what was the moment where you're like, yo, I'm big enough? Don't fuck with me. Mine was like 11 yeah. or 12, I think. What was yours? You know you have it. If yeah, you had probably, sister, probably, probably around that same, same age, age right? really high school. But we also like, um, all my siblings is kind of like, we all like cool. You know? Oh, that's so. cool as hell. My sister was a menace. No, mine was too early. Yeah, let me retract that. <laughs> man, one of our rivals, we had a rivalry. We hated each other for a minute. I don't know what it was. It was just like... Man, we just grew up in a household where everybody talked and everybody just, it was, you know, mm -hmm. everybody rained terror on everybody. Same, <laughs> same, but I was the smallest. Right. And the youngest, so I got it to wear. And my mom, it was just my mom and my sister. Right. But my sister was a dick, so when she'd say something, my mom would beat her, and then she'd leave the room and go, why didn't you get your ass beat? It's because I'm not an asshole. And then she'd beat my ass. Not, oh, so I was the smallest. Hilarious. I had to ask because there's always a turning point. It was like, I was screaming so hard, I started crying and socked her. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we've had that yeah. moment. Yeah. We've had I that moment. Had to make sure. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's natural, it. you know? You got to test out the pride. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I remember the day she smacked, and I was like, nah, not yet. You're too big still. You beat my ass. She used to wrestle, and I used to, so she beat, she beat my ass, man. Sister scary. Um, all right, so we have a little segment we want to we get into it real quick. It's called Where You At? Where You At? I'm going to ask you where the you first. At? Where, where You At? Where You At? So we're going to ask you a series of things, but where you at with this? The okay, goal is with us is that it's random, everyday things that you've never been asked before. Where yes, You At? Let me, let me do the all first right. one real quick, all right? Come on. And then 16-year-old you walks in and tries to fight you. You're going to beat the shit out of him, or is he, like, going to beat the shit out of you? I always ask that question because some people were a menace, some people were soft. But 16-year-old you walks in, you're going to win or lose? It depends. Yeah, I know. Well, it depends on how skilled I am. <laughs> I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, you know your 16-year-old self. Right. You think you'd be like, nah, fool, get, I'll beat the shit out of you. It would be a draw. Oh. <laughs> interesting. That's never had answer. that. We've got so yeah. many people this question. Never yeah. had a draw before. Uh -huh. It'd be a draw. Okay. I it's like a fair it. question. You guys just be like, all right, that's, I'm good. Yeah, you get up and dab it up. You get up and dab it up. Good shit. All right, that's the first, that's man. Fair. We've never had that. I lose. Uh -huh. I lose, but all right. you go. Okay, all right. Where you at with germs? 
with public door handles, with like. You germaphobing it? Are you putting your sweater over? You grabbing door handles out there or not? Uh, not really. No, not really. I be raw dog in life. Okay. <laughs> um, not really. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um. I don't care much unless I see some shit. Like now in the airport, I don't be using dryers because the shit on Twitter. They showed a video of all what? the bacteria on it. Like if oh. I don't see it, I don't really care. What do you mean? But I mean, bacteria? I guess I'll be kind of flushing the, the airport toilets I with my foot. Mm-hmm. Oh, see? Yeah. Like me too. Always. Yeah. Because you don't want to go, oh, nasty. Of course. But it's also like when I ride the escalator, I'll be having my hand on the rail. Uh-huh. So none of that but shit you think really about matters. It after yeah. that. Right. Yeah. That's me. Like, ah. Does your hand feel infected until you sanitize it? Or no? <laughs> I'm like, like a level this. three germ dude. I think you're like level one germ dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not too pressed unless it's you know. I was. It's when I see nasty fools that I get like, oh, hold your breath around this. Part. Yeah, but it say it takes a lot to get to that point yeah. where you like the germ nigga. When when you get to the point <laughs> where everybody like, hey, then it's like you you a little excessive. I get. Uh-huh. But I'm like, yo, don't get sick because we're smoking. And then you're gonna get me sick today. But they call me. St- all right, mom. They told me the other day, like, all right, fool, get by that car then. I'm just saying, there's a car coming. Like, I'm that dude. Like, I watched Final Destination too many times to just not say, hey, there's a car. Careful. All right, go, go for right. it, Marty. Uh, where you at with being superstitious? Not knocking on wood, counting numbers in your head, and other weird Is stuff that like you? that. No, I'm not really superstitious. Good. I'm also, I'm actually like anti to the point I'm an ass. Like when me and my daughter walk to school, like I'll pull around certain poles just to yeah. be funny. You don't let her split. Like I purposely try to, I you purposely try to, try to split. Walk under ladders. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's how, that's how I'm like, let me see. Uh, you're testing the waters, yeah. man. You saying Bloody Mary? Stopping on cracks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Calling my mama like, hey. Yeah, yeah. my mom's got a bad back for you. It's okay. My mom's back sucks, so I step on All right. Where you at with, uh, I guess this is like where you at with like fear. If you had to, by yourself, jump out of a plane or go deep sea cave exploring, which would you choose if you had to pick one? I'd rather jump out of a plane. Yep. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Does that not phase you? Are you not scared by like planes Um, and heights and stuff? I think everyone's scared of heights in some sort. Like no one... Opens you don't open the door of a plane with anyone and a heart don't start beating, um, but I'm not unwilling if I have to. Okay. Oh wow. Like, okay. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Okay. It's a different type of person. Anybody willing to jump out of a plane or like even be open to the idea is different to me. Yeah, that's why Rosie jumped out of a plane. Oh you know, no, she, she bungee was, jumped. Oh okay, she's ready though. She do. The I've plane. considered jumping out of a plane a couple times. We oh. just haven't got there yet. But I've oh, considered wow. if you do it, GoPro it, and then film a video of you just rapping, rapping all the way. Bro, we down. literally just seen somebody do that, right? But <laughs> if I do it, it's gonna be different. Sit, get a right. bunch of angles. Do it twice and get different angles. Right. Holy do shit. it twice. That's not some shit you just do twice. Yeah, but yo, you landed. Let's go back up. Uh huh. See why is it? Because it's scary. No. Oh, um, yeah, like, there's some fear I think there. because it's taxing, right? It, I mean, after you do it the first time, you're not scared to do it the second time, but it's like, you don't want to put yourself through that kind. That's like a shroom trip back to, an intense mm. one back to back to back. Like that, <laughs> that's that's good, intense. That's good, I, I'm going to go, I take 15 grams of shrooms. I don't I even like getting plane. on a plane after getting off a plane. Yeah. <laughs> like that that's a lot yeah. I'm with you I'm with you <laughs> now you want to jump out of one I hate connecting flights yeah. I've been on one night I was like is this real oh bro I feel that okay so yeah I'm not jumping out of shit uh-huh. go for it alright so where are you at with weed do you have a preferred are you like a weed snob 
do you only, if you had to pick two questions, are you a weed snob? Do you have strains that you only? No, I'm a liberal. Okay. You're, <laughs> you got an open door policy? Yeah, with weed, I, I, any, any, any really will do with me. Like, I'm, I'm open to trying whatever. Mm. Um, I really do like, when me and my mom first started smoking together, we used to always get, uh, um, Blue, what's it called? Blue, Blue Dream. Dream. Oh my God, boy, that was the best weed ever at that time. We used to just get it by the what, pound. 2011? Yeah, no, nah, like, um, I like 20, I think I started smoking again in like 2017 or 18. You I started smoking Dream for packs? a long time. In 2018, you found your Blue Dream? Yeah, packs? oh my God. We used to just get hella high <laughs> and just talk in Vallejo. Yeah, it was When a did time. you and your mom start smoking together? That's cool. Um, Probably like, like 2017, 2018. Like she had uh went through some heavy mental shit in like 2014, and she ended up getting prescribed like weed instead of like having to do traditional med. Well, mm -hmm. traditional med is super weed, so she was smoking a lot. And then I finally just got to the point where I was like, man, let me let me, because I haven't I didn't smoke for a long time since high school. Oh, I haven't went like five shit. or six years without smoking. Mm -hmm. So um, I just started smoking with her, and then it was just like, were you still making music when you weren't smoking weed? Yeah, but like, um, not nearly at the rate that I do now. But I, I was always making hella music, but just like hobbyist. Where's the weed in your process now? Like, as far um, as music goes, is it? It's all in there. Probably every song you've heard for the past year or two got some weed in there. Part of the writing process, part of the recording process, part of the life process. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was there's a lifestyle at yeah. this point. Yeah. Qu question, real quick. Did your mom let you smoke when you were younger, or is this like a thing? Like I'm an adult, you trying to get high now, then you'll beat my ass. Uh, I don't think my mom freely? knew I was smoking when I was younger. I don't think she would have been like. Uh, I mean, yeah. What kind I, of parent? I used to like, really get to do whatever. You have to hide there. They're like, oh, if they find out I'm smoking, it's over. I don't think I had to. I just did naturally. You feel me? Just out of like kind of. But we didn't even really hide it, bro. We used to come in the house so high, and but you know, like. So it was fine. So did you know yeah. your mom smoked weed back then? Uh, no, didn't. I didn't know she smoked weed back then, but she used to drink a lot back then. But I never used to really see her smoke weed for me to know like she was oh, she was getting hella high. But it explains a lot. <laughs> so what was the who brought it up first when you first smoked weed together? Who my like, hey, I know you got prescribed. Would you like to smoke with me? What happened and what did you guys do? I think she was just smoking, and I was like, let me hit that, and and I think from there, there it just kind of you know. That's Mind blowing to this. Look at it. It was like, damn, it's crazy. My Yo. parents were hippies, but they still weren't all cool with weed with me at all. But they smoked weed. Mm. Yeah, my dad was like, I was finding, he was a musician. He kept it up in his guitar case up in the attic. I'd He's go like, out there. He's like, do and, as I say, not as I yeah, do. Yep, that exactly. doesn't work. Doesn't work. <laughs> Does not work. All right. Uh, as far as what you like listen to on the regular, be it podcasts, YouTubers, music, if you had to pick one stream to subscribe to for life, what do you think it'd be? Sad Guru. Sad Guru? Yeah. What's that? Uh, he's like an Indian mystic. He just be giving hella gems oh, and game and like life lessons. Really? Yeah. On a podcast? On on YouTube. Like he just got... Sad Guru has as much content as I have for music mm. for just like life gems. Life like he he actually is the blueprint for YouTube and Instagram. What? Like, Sad that, Guru. Sad Guru. I got to see this. You have to. Great answer. You're going to learn something. Man, It's going it changed my life. <laughs> Damn, yeah. you that's also, a, like, the, it changed your life a YouTube channel. I mean, not the YouTube channel. I'm saying like him, like, yeah, 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 yeah. and he has great books. Like just Is he his, older his man? teachings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OG, no. Let's not skip past that. You're an author, also. 
I'm an author as well. King oh, author. Shit. Yes. <laughs> so, second book, Limit, Limitless, right? Limitless, 10,000 Shot Theory. Can you tell us, like, briefly or whatever, like, a synopsis of what that's about? Shot. Uh, man, it's just a bunch of life gems and me kind of touching on the 10,000 Shot Theory. It's like, you know, you've heard the saying 10,000 hours. Yeah. I use 10,000 yeah. shots because hours is out of your control, right? You got to let time pass. But in terms of shots, you get to control yeah. your output. You can either shoot 10 shots a day or you can shoot 100 or 1,000 or and whoever shoots yeah. the most gets mm -hmm. better, right? You don't have to rely on an amount of time, just your effort. And the book is kind of just touching on that and just uh, a bunch of, like, life gems that I've used to navigate. Where were you at success-wise when you put that out? We dropped Limitless last year. Um, I was... So I still was, on the way up, yeah, like halfway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was right. there a moment that, like, you were like, damn, that was a big... We just made a big jump off this happening for me i really there was so many it seemed like once you started doing the shows in your backyard that's when it became like nah Instagram you know what's crazy though it was before that like when i started rehearsing in the garage we started getting a lot of people sharing videos mm. from then but it was man there's been so many <clears throat> there's been so many mm -hmm. just an accumulation. The mm -hmm. first, remember when they asked, oh, you want the Russell? I go, well, this is the same yeah. dude. Like yeah. a year and a half ago, I was on TikTok. I was commenting on, I'm like, yo, this was full from the bay. Like, this is hard as hell. And it was a lower shot. I got a weird memory. I, I photographic. You're looking this way. And it's like in the back, it looks like there's like a second story or something or some people higher than you're on stage and your rap and has the words over. And when we remember, I was like, I got to find it. I got to find the same video. Love so it. So like a year and a half ago, I was like, I don't know who this is, but this is hard. Sick as hell. And it's not some TikTok-y shit. It's, no, it's, and it's not. it's not even like, oh, it's just bars. It's like, to me, my favorite artists are all up on this wall right here. You got DMX, you got Tupac, huh. you got Nipsey, you got... And it's like, they were real artists really getting shit off their chest just because that's who they were and just... That's just what's going to happen no matter what. This right. is coming out of them because they're that type of, they're an artist and this is how they express themselves. That's, for me, how it is with your music. I never feel that. I haven't felt that since. Oh, background. Marty doesn't listen to anything. Other than what I just mentioned. 2010. <laughs> I, he's, he's I, I get it. You know I, mean? I understand yeah. why. But it's not like it's a bad thing. It's just like. And you know what's dope about artists. what you're saying is like, <clears throat> we get that at shows. Like, I. I probably have one of the very few rap shows that 60-year-olds come to and 50-year-olds, like, it be old niggas at the mm -hmm. shows because they miss getting that feeling. They don't have DMX in them no more, so they don't get to get that feeling no more, so they come to our shit now. Yeah, because it's not, like, you're, it's really, like, motivation music for people. You're talking about drama and you're talking about things that go on in real life and, like, yeah. but... It's not for ego, though, which is like most rap. It's just kind of norm. Yeah. Like, I'm going to kind of check these boxes. Flex and culture. Try to run up the Flex views, culture, basically. Yeah. But you're like, who's going to be around in 2026 or whatever, beyond? Yeah. And with the community you're building. <laughs> it's it's a cult cult movie classic, cult following, <laughs> cult show. Cult. It, it's what it, it's truly what it is. Right. When you can go to a store and when you see someone that knows you and their life is like, shut up, I love this fool. It's a connection. It's not just, yo, I seen your music. What's up, bro? It's, it's very seldom is it that. Cult. Yes, everybody's like, happy, right? just want to do better. That's mm. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's the commonality. Right. And if you win, they win because they're part of it, bro. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You inspire Community people to try wins. to... You know, even if you, what was it? We had a couple guests, but like, yo, you inspired me to do this, but I don't even do that. But I'm yeah. glad that we got that feeling. You're like, you know what? Try <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Bro, that's been the dopest thing is seeing 
how many different niches we hit. Like, I got chefs and hairdressers and mm. auto mechanics. And, you know, you got people yeah. in every field, but and this is what they use to, like, navigate their field, mm-hmm. get through that storm. It branches, like, uh, when I people come up, like, y'all want to make videos, I don't know if people like it. But if you like it, I guarantee you there's another fool out there like you that is going to like it. If you got two fans saying, yo, this is sick. Right. You got two fans, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's better than zero. Right? And and there's a lane for everything. Like... The screamo music, Cat man. videos got billions <laughs> yeah. of views. Like, there's no way that they can cultivate a fan base and you can't. Uh, yeah. Exactly. There's billions of people who, who enjoy <laughs> cat videos. <laughs> no, no, that's a great no, thing. My thing right. is, like, there's a billion <laughs> yeah. people here. And yeah. one, there was a time where someone was like, I'm just going to post cat videos to YouTube. Somebody mm-hmm. would have been like, you're stupid. Nobody wants you to see feel a cat. Me? I have a no cat. No one cares, you feel me? But they didn't, and look. Super true. Very good point. If you can make millions from posting cat videos, I I think you're the smartest man in the world. (laughs) No, whoever was like, yo, my kid, he's talkative. Toy unboxing. That fool's a genius. That fool's balling. Right. I'll give it that up. That whole culture is crushing right now. Yeah, it is. I don't know why. The kid lane is killing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Because I was I grew up like a poor ass kid. If I got to go on my free YouTube app and click and go, wow, I get to kind of experience this toy. I get why it's so popular. I understand that. That shit's crazy as hell. Uh, All right, last one of uh, where you at before I forget. (coughs) Where you at with UFOs, paranormal activities, things of that nature? We know Merced is haunted. Do you believe... You're, you have to see someone. You go Pacheco Pass, the 17. Yeah. You're out there, and I know you had to have seen something on the one. Do you believe that there's other alien out here? For a certain. All right. For a certain. I don't think you build an entire base around it if there isn't. Who would waste the money on Area 51 if there was nothing? Thank you. Right? That just wouldn't make mm, sense. Shot on sight okay. signs. Like, <laughs> you know, like none of that, none of that makes <laughs> sense if there's nothing. And even if there is nothing, there's something because it's like, damn, then what are you hiding? Oh, for real. <laughs> if yeah. that ain't it, what are you doing the over aliens there? Aliens are the cover for so what there, you got there, there absolutely has to be. And if it isn't, something. then there's something far worse. Oh. Right? Because it's like, well, what are oh, you hiding? I didn't even think about it that way ever. That's way worse. Right? <laughs> Like, if that wasn't if built for that, the then it's like, what y'all doing? I never thought about that either. Right? But no, I, 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 all that, I, I mean, not even as, I, all that, it, it has to be. I mean, we've seen, like, Plum Island, you know? Like, niggas seen that, mutated. Plum Island is, like, uh, never like a place they used to supposedly do experiments. And there was a bunch of washed up, mutated animals just coming to shore around there. Uh, I don't even remember. I used to just watch hella, hella, you know, conspiracy theories. But is it a conspiracy if a nigga could walk there and see it? <laughs> that's true. How does that make? They're like, nigga, that's a conspiracy. It's like, nigga, I'm right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm lit. I can see it from the freeway. <laughs> see those mermaid videos? You're like, whoa. I don't those go in the ocean crazy. anyway. I don't go in the ocean. But if that's real, that's scary as hell. Too. Those be crazy. And yeah, that's my thing. It's like if it's not real then for what purpose are you doing this, right? There's not something far worse if it's not real. Yeah, it's not for views because we've been doing it since 1930. Fool's been sighted. It's like not for a newspaper article. Right. Something's going on. You ever heard of uh, Bob Lazar? Of course. Yeah. That fool, he's so convincing that I'm like, you better not be lying. That'd be my thought. I'd be like, 
you can't be lying because you took it too far. That's so that'd be my feeling. It's like there's no way this nigga lying because he took it too far. And then you have the Tory Lane shit. And I'm like, then you have the Tory Lane shit. What does that mean? Like, he was he was going all in that he was innocent. Like he was going very, very like the nigga made a whole album. So to me, it's like when you go to that length, it ain't no way you guilty. Cause no one, no one. But then it's like, <laughs> damn, nigga, did you did you go to this length and you was guilty? Why even do all that? But I get it, niggas gonna nig, you know. Well, it's like a thing. It's like uh, when fools accuse you. If you accuse me of stealing something, and I just steal. I'm gonna fight you. Do you know what I'm saying? But when people like. You ever see those if videos? If you didn't like, do you it, just, right? You don't just let it happen. Like, I swear, no, you can take my money. And I'm like, you're a bitch, you did it. You know you did it, right. If you touch me and I didn't do shit, we're going to fight to the death. Right. Uh -huh. So fools like are that, you, like, Bob Lazar's got to be Are you referencing his Rogan interview? Like, did you see Bob him on Lazar? Rogan, Bob Lazar? No, he got a Rogan oh, interview. I thought that's Bro, what you were talking about. No, I found out about him through, like, just going through the, the phase of research yeah. and a bunch of shit. I didn't know he had one with oh, Rogan. It was really tough. I think he got two, right? I don't know, probably. The first was, one was the one oh, I listened to. Go it was hard for him to even talk. He was having, like, a migraine. That's why, like, I was saying, like, he'd be the greatest actor of all time if he really, like, was just making all this up. That would be And if he is, he's good right in movies. He's good. Right? He would be too good. <laughs> but I don't, I, don't, I don't think I don't he think is. So. Mm, I don't think you can fake. There's certain people we've interviewed, it's like, he can't fake. This is, you can tell this who is a guy you. is at his right. core. Like, we interviewed a... Larry Lawton. Larry Lawton is the America's biggest jewel thief. He used to do heist. What a title. Some of the shit he talks about in prison, he's like, oh, I just get acid and just fucking fry for days in prison. Because he was just there for prison forever. Like, the way you speak, there's not an ounce of fronting in your body. Right. I could feel pure, it when you talk. Fact. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, oh, yeah, I cracked him in the head. Like, <laughs> All right, damn. What are you? Jesus Christ. Right. Cool ass man, though. But yeah, Bob Lazar, there's some when people speak, you, there's just that feeling you get, bro. Right. And I think it's the same with music. And that's why people, it resonates with certain people. Like I said, a certain line could hook you forever. Change everything. Yeah, right? yeah, a certain mm -hmm. thing. Reference something I like too. Like, dang, you like that too? I right, fuck with you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I think I said that already, but I think that was the end of the segment, right? Yeah. All right. Jeez. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just want to make sure we got this going on. Uh, I had I had your the latest name of your album out. I hate when I hate life's, life's going, going good. good. Right? Did I say that right? Yep, that's like three albums ago. It is. I hate what? when life's going great. That's like okay. three albums ago. That was in October. Yeah. Oh, you Damn. said you've put out three in the past three months since. Yeah. And Jesus it's the name Christ. of the your book also. Correct? I I didn't I, I I was writing a book titled mm. I Hate When Life's Going Great, but I didn't end up releasing the book. Mm. But uh. I have a bunch of shit written that I was going to release in tandem with that, mm -hmm. but I, uh, yeah, I got so much to add now. So, mm -hmm. but I, it it might still release under Resurface, I hate when life's going great. Yeah, something else. And in it's the all streaming, right? You can't nothing physical. Can you buy physical CDs? Like, yeah, we did vinyls and CDs. Yeah, you did vinyls. Album. Yeah. Yep. I feel like so, that needs to come back. I uh, I have an extensive ass CD collection. Yeah. And I just got into some records. I think being able to get something tangible and go, I'm supporting this. Yeah. And I get the artwork and I get the backstory. Remember that when you were a kid, open a scene? Of course. Like, I don't think it ever went away. I think it's not it, as it's popular. Just, That's all. I don't even, th I think the music just doesn't make people want to buy it. 
Like they they were like, oh, okay. CDs aren't selling no more. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, they sell if people love the music. People still buy Kendrick not, CDs bro. and Cole CDs. I just bought people still vinyls. buy mine in my in my vinyls. Mm-hmm. People just don't want your music. <laughs> you feel me? Like, <laughs> just not selling. There's some bands that still just sell CDs and vinyls. That shit doesn't stop. Yeah, one more I just don't want to hear Nene on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like you feel me? That that's all it is. Damn. <laughs> uh, I, I, I uh, if I walked in, like, damn, you got that on vinyl? Oh, <laughs> damn, you got Good this shit. on vinyl? You're committed. <laughs> you, know, you went, got it, spun it around, like, yeah, I take it. <laughs> you got that on vinyl, right? Because that's a different commitment, and most people aren't willing to make that type of commitment for the music they're getting. It's not like I want to go out of my house and buy vinyl mm-hmm. music. It's just like ah, oh, I'll listen to it on the radio. Yeah. You know it's a lot. It's like, it becomes a part of your, like... Everything. Like, I've had these for... Decorations. For 14, 15 yeah. years. Like, this is my... Part of me. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel like when that's coming back... Well, not coming back, but I feel like... You should do a special episode and sell it exclusively on vinyl. Mm. Watch. Watch what happens. Because you have that type of base. So, do something special that's not online. And say, the only way to yeah. listen to this is on vinyl. Watch and give me a percent because I just gave you the idea. <laughs> don't cut me out. I just want I just want a piece of the pie. Ninety nine percent. Trust bro, you me. Got it. Don't trust shit. me. Trust me. Ninety nine point three. I love that. That's an amazing ass idea. Yeah. Uh huh. So you got uh, you got the show in Houston coming up, and then you got a slew of backyard shows coming yeah. up, right? Yeah. The residency what, is back. So for the rest of the year, with that, what else are we looking like in terms of like music drops and anything else in the works? Man, I have about 10 albums right now that I'm just what? done just sitting man. on that we, we're working on visual content for now. And, um, man, it's just some great shit. So mm-hmm. we're really... The music is never, like... The music is coming no matter what. I'm someone who drops five-plus albums Ten? every year. Like, yeah. And that's, like... We we make music often. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's just... Sometimes, I, like, I got albums that has been sitting for the past two years, but I got albums I just made a month yeah. that's like, you boom, boom, put them boom, out. you feel me? Uh, so, yeah. Dang. Sounds like you use the majority of songs you record, though. Like, yes. a lot of people got Yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot that I, I keep, but we release mm-hmm. damn near everything. Why would, you, why would you keep it, though? Like, I need to get if this I out. Love it, you know, yeah, I yeah, if you love it, if you mm-hmm. love it, share that shit. Hell yeah. I'm just, it's just a lot of work. I mean, so much. we do content videos. I'm going to have two stacked up. Like, you know? <laughs> two stacked up. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Like, two videos. Right. One video yeah. might take we in there. 20 hours of editing. Like, oh. We in there. Now, what happens if you get sick? That's why we do it. Just in case. <laughs> we got two. Yeah. Like, after this, I'm going to go do a hotbox video it's right true. after we leave here. I'm Man, imagine the video. world uh, coming to a close and you got a gun and you have two bullets. Okay. Right? We keep a full clip of ammo. Uh-huh. He's not accurately depicting his clip. We got <laughs> we got ammo. Yeah. No, <laughs> no way. And two for you guys is like, it's an hour long, so you bust that down. Oh, no, you we're got talking about our, my weed section, my weed videos. Oh. Like, I have to do a hop. It might take like four, four hours of film. He might take like 18, 20 hours of edit. Yeah. Each is a full day for a video. So if we're two ahead, like, damn, two full days. But that's just beautiful. Like, you guys do this for a living, right? Like, yeah. this is your It's not time. even lit. We just started getting paid two years ago. Like, it's just what we've been doing for 10 years because it's fun. And he's been in the podcast for so long. Love I used it. to sell packs and I stopped to do content. And now it's like the biggest Jeez. Wii channel on YouTube. But from the community. And fooled by 2013, I've been with you. I'm like, wow. Bro, and that, when you get the realization, when niggas realize you can make more money off YouTube than selling packs, it like, 
that's such a different shift because it's like, bro, I don't have to risk nothing. I could just do this every day. Be like, this is all I have to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, YouTube doesn't pay us because it's weed content, but we, we have this. We I mean, but you company. get, YouTube yeah, others, doesn't pay you, but everyone things. who watches, right? It might comes through every form. Might, uh, show up and say, what's up? And that just drives you to do more stuff. Brand, it's, sponsor, And if you everything. don't get money, it's like, I'm doing what I love. When I'm 80, go, oh, it crushed it. My 30s, it was just the fun. My 20s was the shit. Right. And it's just still like, I just don't want to be an old man going, I made some money, but it wasn't sick. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't want to be juiced. <laughs> right. I take my ass. This shit was tight. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's, that's, that's how beautiful. I'm thinking. Yeah. That's how I'm thinking. Um, so, where can everybody, like, buy, uh, not even buy, where can everybody grab your tickets right now? And it's a donation based still? On it's offer based. Offer based? So, yeah. Yeah, you offer. Because you, you, I tried to make some merch last night and it said, make an offer. Yep. But what the? F yep. What do you mean, make? Can I just What's buy it? That? What is it worth? Yeah, you I can. But What's it worth to I you? I make clothes. I'm a clothing <laughs> company. So, I saw the shirt, the prints, my, it's like seven colors. That shit costs $14 to make. Like, people are giving you seven? Yeah, taking some the loss people give me seven. That is insane, bro. Some people I give take, I take a monetary loss, mm, but I course. don't take a loss, right? But you don't because you have one person wearing your shit. Marketing. billboard for you. Mm -hmm. That's why I do these on the back of the neck. I used to have it on the arm because somebody told me it's only 50% of the people. And sometimes it's, it's just like, sides. sometimes mm -hmm. that first buy is an entry. Like, I look at shows, right? If you're not a LaRussell fan, you will be. I wouldn't want to pay $30 for a show. But if I'm not a LaRussell fan, I'd be willing to pay five, ten to see what he's about. But if I'm not, I'm not going to pay at all. You feel me? Yeah. So we make it to where if you kind of, mm, I want to see him, but I don't know, it's an easy choice. Because it's like, well, shit, I ain't got it. And they like, I got to spend hella. And then the people who really fuck with me, who like, man, I love his name. I'm so happy he's coming. I'm finna get him mm -hmm. right. Like, you just, we open the door for everybody to support it. Like, if you don't support me, you, I give you every every incentive and reason to yeah. support. I make it very easy, man. We, who, who told us that shit? Stretch. He said, "Make it easy for people to support you." I make it very easy for people to support me. So it's like, a nigga ain't never got to come up to me and be like, "Oh man, I fuck with you. I did it." Because it's like, well, I would have seen it. <laughs> you feel me? You don't have to. You don't have to do all this. I, I would know. You feel me? We make it very easy. That's a Smart. great platform and yeah. formula to have. Just like you love me, right? Mm -hmm. Come see a show. Yeah, you're gonna That's be all. putting out an Share online course shit. for the show. You feel me? The same, go buy a tea, buy That's a book. That's how it, our right? show ends. Hey, if you think this is tight, share it with a homie. And it's no. just his voice overlay. It's like that's all we ask. That's what you always say. Like, yo, high five me at the store, bro. Thanks. Right. And I, I'm a firm believer of like just giving great product to where it's like people just want to share. Right. People want mm. to like every time I hear a great song. I don't have to even talk to the artist or see the artist. It's sure. like, bro, I got to go put the homie on. Sick. You feel me? That's it. Of course, man. That's it. Yeah, it's just a mutual uh, being a good person. I know people say that, but that is the truth. Work hard and just believe like, yo, I love doing it anyway. And this shit will work out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, where can everybody follow you at? What's your socials? I'm at LaRussell on everything. L-A-R-U-S-S-E-L-L. -S -S -E and then Good Company is my brand and platform with the homies that the we've established. Goodcompany.co. Goodcompany.co. You can go and get all your merch. People can submit their music and stuff there too, right? Yeah, so in my bio, we have a link, and you could uh, submit music. You could buy a gold card. You could put an offer for stock, get tickets to shows. You can do just about everything from there. You could put in a booking request if you want an interview or a show mm -hmm. or a birthday party, whatever. You feel me? So we we kind of give everybody the space to do whatever they need to do in terms of La Russell. 
it's the most independent thing I've ever it's heard. It's the about. best yes. literary page of all time. The thing is, you reap those benefits right back too. You're not working for another person, bro. And you know what no, you got. There's no third it. parties. You know, like you're you're usually dealing with me directly if it's anything involving La Russell. Mm-hmm. I like this man. This path is sick. Come this on, this is just a start. I feel it's like the this beginning. Is just the start. Yeah, it's the sure. beginning. I know people are like, oh, you had a good run. I'm like, dude, it's just starting. The Man, spark, like it's I said, the beginning. Posting this, this, this. It's to keep the spark going and to keep shit flowing. I feel that as an independent, we week four here. So I, I feel that like we have to get somewhere to just get that platform. What we always say, we just need people to see it. That's it. That's all I need. Give me ten minutes, and if I don't, then. Maybe I don't deserve your right, time. and that's always the thing. Like when you got great product, you just need people to know it exists. You never have to change your product. Like it works. Mm-hmm. You just need more people to see it, and once they experience it, we know we got them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where all this helps, bro. It's so monumental. Bro, I appreciate it, you it, being exactly. here, man. Yeah. So much. We appreciate got some gems it. out of here too. Yeah, this is a, this is fun, man. This yeah. is good. Oh yeah. Uh, Marty, you got anything else you want to say? We appreciate it. We're gonna look. I, I already know we're gonna look back on this. You come back again. The shit's gonna be even double where it's. Come at on! Right now. Oh, for sure. That that's that's why we said yeah immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, run it, run it. Because we we know Leia, the one you, girl you're talking yeah. to. She's she's. Oh, she's on it. She's, she's pissed, been it's, on it's it. On it, dude. See, because we've been trying to make this happen for a minute. I've been to LA back a few yeah. times, but it, we just had so much shit to do, and she's been on it. Yeah, especially if you're up there. I know that that drive is like the ninety nine or the five. I don't even know. I just we just drive. Uh, I don't even be looking. It's a hell of cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it smells like shit because we passed Koalinga and it yeah. smelled just like cows. It's the worst. Man, drive, I don't bro. understand how they wake up every morning and that's and the first there. thing they smell and, <laughs> and they there. have a good day. It's I want to fight thing. every day. Uh, and one <laughs> like if I woke up store. and I had to smell mm-hmm. that every day, I would want to be fighting. Man, shout out Koalinga. Shout out the niggas <laughs> in Koalinga because y'all are troopers. No, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. You haven't been up that way. That's the way we take to the bay. So yeah, no, I know. But like, what what is it? Like, it's just the cow methane from the shit. That is crazy. That's all it is. That's that's the type of shit. Like, imagine you walk in a house and it smells like, man, I be shitting like that sometimes. (laughs) 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 Sometimes I be having the type of shit that make you want to fight. Shout out to me for sitting in the smell. Oh, and that's how you end the show. That's how you end the show. It smells like Linger in there. Ah, shut the fuck up. Oh, I like it. Good shit. Yeah, I like it. Appreciate you being here. Man, honored. This was, was great. This was, fun. This was this great. Fun. Thank you, sir. Yeah. This was guys, from Marty O'Neill, from LaRusso, from I, from I, from me. Thank you guys so much for being Thanks, here. This guys. has been the Dope as Usual podcast. Have a dope ass day. Thanks for watching the podcast. If you thought this was dope, you'll like this episode too. And don't forget, the best way to support the show, tell a homie.